Hello, everyone, and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, when we started this show a month or so ago, we didn't realize how explosive the listening audience would be. We have grown dramatically over the last three to four weeks. And thank you so much for telling your friends, your families, your colleagues, your associates, your enemies, anybody you could tell about this show, because we're now being listened to all over the world. Yes, as a gentleman sent in and he said, I don't know how many listeners you've got in Montana, but he said, you probably got more in Russia, India. And I said, well, you're the first one. But then all of a sudden, we got three more and it just keeps growing and getting bigger and bigger. Now, for those of you just joining us for the first time from around the world and here in the good old United States, we said when we began this show that we would use all sorts of vehicles, all sorts of, of let's say, uh, topics or let's say all sorts of disciplines to bring truth, information and common sense to you. And when I said that, most people didn't quite get what I meant. Well, they know I'd had a money show for many, many years. So we'd be talking money. We'd be talking economics and we'd probably be talking math and science and politics. But I also said we would bring in music and art and literature and drama, anything that would help the listening audience come to the realization of what the facts are, what the facts were, and what the facts will be. And so today, we're going to delve into the world of literature. That's correct. We're going to go into the world of literature. And so I think for those of you who are around the world and listening to this program, you might want to listen to it a couple of times. And for those of you right here in the good old United States, because we haven't had what we're going to talk about in a long time, and it's usually figured to be politically incorrect or too insensitive, or it makes people feel bad where they have to go to a safe space. Whether you're old, middle-aged, you're that millennial, or you're that college kid that needs his crayons and his coloring book and his blanket for the corner. Give him his milk and cookies also. But we're going to take a look at an area of literature which, well, historically has been uh, just marvelous. And we're going to look at satire. That's right, satire. Now, a lot of people today, they don't confuse it, but they don't understand. They say, well, sarcasm and satire. If you're sarcastic, that means, you know, you're, you're trying to make somebody feel bad. No, what you're trying to do is in satire, you're trying to use irony, that's right, and sarcasm to ridicule and expose and denounce something that is folly, that is vice, that is absurd, because sarcasm is the emphasis of the absurdity. That's correct. Now, this is something that's not new. It's been around since the Greeks. And some of the greatest satirists have been through history, back into Roman times and Greek times. Now, when you take a look at a satirist, well, let me give you three that might not come to mind. Well, the first one is Jane Austen. That's right. Jane Austen, yes, the English author. And she wrote, and she was one of the great satirists. But who will come to your mind, or you should, and I'll take this one, is and considered maybe 
The king of satirists, as far as worldwide is concerned, is Jonathan Swift. He wrote Gulliver's Travels. If you've never read it, it's a classic. You should. It's about the giant who's caught by the little people. And, well, we could see all of the reflections that are in his particular writing. But the one that comes to mind the most and who I've taught, I've read, and I've been honored to um, watch years ago the one-man show by Hal Holbrook who did it on Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens, perhaps America's greatest satirist. And his work... Huckleberry Finn, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, is probably the another, number one, the mother of all satirical pieces written in the United States. As a matter of fact, Ernest Hemingway said that all modern literature is derived from Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. That's correct. Maybe the greatest, well, the greatest satirist, in my opinion, of all time. So we're going to take a shot at the satire today. And remember, this is using irony. We're using sarcasm. We're ridiculing. And we're putting our tongue deep into our side of our mouth so that for those of you around, I want you to understand I'm not espousing this. This is satirical. This is sarcasm. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you stay with me. Don't get on the email and say, are you really saying for people to do this? Please, just take it for what it's worth, a satirical piece. If you like it, tell me. Email me, bill at gpsforlife.com. That's bill at g, George Peter Sam, gps4, f-o-r, George Peter Sam, gpsforlife.com. Okay, here we go. Now, if you're in the South, and I'm talking about below the border, I'm talking about in Mexico, you're in South America, you're in Central America, or you're even in some places else around the world, maybe the Middle East, and you want to get to the United States, it's pretty simple. Just work your way to the line that takes Mexico to Texas or Arizona, that line that goes across that border. Okay. Once you get there, you're going to get across. You're probably going to get picked up. That's right. They're going to grab you. They're going to detain you. They're probably not going to send you back, especially you want to make sure you grab a couple of kids along the way. Now, if you look like you're 60 years old, tell them you're, you're, that these two kids are your grandchildren, okay? Because it doesn't look good that, you know, you and the missus are 60 or 70 or 50 and you got to three or four or five-year-old kid. That doesn't look good. So you want to grab yourself maybe somebody a little older, or if you do, you just want to say, well, mom and dad couldn't make it. We're the grandparents. We're taking the little kids across the border. Looks better. Now, what's going to happen when you get detained? And you will get caught, okay? You will get caught. You are going to be issued. This is wonderful because this is, I just think it's, it's so, it's so behooving of this liberal um, concept. Even uh, certain conservatives will think the same way. We are an open society. Yes, we want people to come here. That's right. Well, this is not satirical. My grandparents, my grandfather came from France and went through the proper channels, came down through French, Can uh, French uh, Canada, from Quebec, 
got all the paperwork, et cetera, et cetera. The other side of the family came over here, went through Ellis Island, the whole nine yards. But I digress from my satire and from my sarcasm. Can't do that if you're really a good satirist. Got to stay in the flow. Okay, so you get here, and then you get detained. You got a couple of kids. They're not going to send the kids back. They're not going to send you back. They're going to give you a notice that says you are to report to this particular judge, this particular court, to have your case heard. Okay. Now, what percentage of people show up for that court, for that case? Well, not a lot. And guess what? You don't have to either. Because once you get in, you're in. Okay, that's great. You're in. But now here's a problem. Here's a major, major problem. We're talking money now, okay? Money. Now, what's starting, the well is starting to dry up a little bit. So if you're from a foreign country and you think you're going to come, maybe you can get that Social Security, maybe you can get unemployment, certain things like that. But if you're talking about the free money that's coming out from Sleepy Joe, well, he's a little confused. You know, the meeting he just went to, He well, that's another story. But, okay, that money seems to be like it's starting to, to, to uh, dry up. That which you were counting on that was coming to you is not going to come. So I have a solution. Okay, I've got a solution. First of all, figure out what it is you need. And what you need, you're probably going to need some food, right? You're going to need some medical supplies. You're probably going to need certain things, band-aids, things of that nature. You're probably going to need all sorts of different things. Now, let me tell you where you want to make your way to. You want to make your way to California, Why do you want to go to California? Because in the last few years, California passed this bill called Proposition 47. Okay? Now, if you're not understanding me, listen to this program a couple times because this behooves you to listen to what I'm about to say. Under Proposition 47, if you're a shoplifter and anything under $950 that you've taken out of the store... Basically, you are not going to get prosecuted for. As a matter of fact, the thinking is that if you are a store personnel and you try to detain or retain a thief, that thief can sue you. Now, at being a litigious society, oh, you might not know the word litigious. It means we sue the hell out of everybody. You might think to yourself, are you freaking serious? Now, I don't know what language you'd say that in, but it comes out the same, doesn't it? Are you freaking serious? Yes, I'm serious. This is not sarcasm. This is what they do. They don't cannot detain you. If you are a store personnel, you work there, you can walk in there with a bag, and if you're getting less than $950, you can walk out. You don't believe it? Yes, it's true. As a matter of fact, it's been so bad in California over the last five years, 17 Walgreens have closed their stores, you know. And in the past year, since 2019, I should say, there's been 10 that have closed. Not really good. Profit margins on shoplifting, not good at all. And when you have the movement to defund the police, well... I can see someone in a store. I saw a video recently where the store personnel said, well, let's call 911. Well, let's call the police. And they said, yeah, right. We don't come out for shoplifting. We're defunded. Okay. Now, here's my question. And I think this is worth taking a look at. Do you and is it $950 for each incident 
or is it collective? In other words, if you were to go in there and you were to get $900 and you walk out the store and they grab you and you walk in the next day or two days later, can you get another 950 Or is it cumulative? I think you can get 950 each time. I don't think they're going to do anything. Okay, so... Now, what we've got is, if they do, in fact, detain you, they will then maybe charge you with a nonviolent misdemeanor. Okay, a nonviolent misdemeanor. That means that you could get a maximum of six months. Well, that's free lodging and free food. Not too bad. But I would keep doing it until somebody sets on you and kind of work your way around. Okay, a nonviolent misdemeanor. They're not going to put you in jail. They might just say, no, no, you've got to look at that other piece of paper that was given to you where you have to report to the judge and talk about being sent back. You know what you do with both of those pieces of paper? Yeah, you light your cigar with them. That's right. That's what you do. Okay, so what do we have here? We have your ability to get across the border, to come into the United States, and you've now learned how to go shopping. That's correct. You don't need a uh, card. You don't need a debit or credit card. You don't need cash. You don't need even any kind of free money from the government. You just walk in. But make sure, this is important, that you keep your shoplifting under $950. Because if you go over, mm, well, you could say, well, I'm $20 over. Yep, too bad. You're over. And you'd say, are you freaking serious? And they'd say, yeah, you're over the 950. Didn't you listen to the guy on radio? He told you to stay under 950. Okay. So when we take a look at the most recent retail sales that came out today, which are very, very disappointing, and it was because of the lack of money that was being sent out, some more stimulus, some more stimmy checks have to be sent to kind of increase that retail sales. But I don't think they add in shoplifting. If they did, they might find the retail sales are soaring because people are understanding that this is what can happen in the United States under the particular philosophy we live in now. I hope this helps you. I hope this is uh, satisfactory. And I hope that the uh, uh, whole idea of coming across the border and knowing how to work the system is helpful. If it has, don't bother letting me know. Just go ahead and do it. And that is the end of our satirical comment. Till next time. Oh, are you freaking serious, Bill? Yes, I am. I'm Bill Tatro.